welcome to the Financial Fun Podcast with your host, Tammy Johnston. This is where Tammy talks with business owner parents and grandparents about the interesting and important subject of money. We promise this to be an interesting and open discussion, as that's how we learn best. And now, here's your host, author of the Financial Foundations. Financial Foundations is a series of books to teach kids about money, goal setting, and living a balanced life. Find out more at financialfund.ca. Here's Tammy Johnston. First things first, I would like to thank all of my listeners that have subscribed and reviewed my podcast and invite you to subscribe and review if you haven't yet. I appreciate you helping us to get the word out and making financial literacy a safe and welcoming subject for kids and adults. Second, please check out my podcast website, financialfund.ca, where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Hello once again, and thank you for joining us for the Financial Fund Podcast. Today we are very lucky to be joined by... Sam Dosa. Thank you for joining us, Sam. Thank you very much, uh, Tammy, for inviting me. So, Sam, what is what is your business? What is your passion? What gets you up in the morning? Well, my business is to um, enhance and develop individual or uh, business leaders' emotional intelligence. Oh, that is, that is a huge thing. I've just been listening to... Um, at the gym, I've been going through a lot of the Brene, Brene Brown books. And uh-huh. Just finished Rising Strong, and it's so much on how the emotional intelligence ties into everything. Because a lot of people think it's just, yeah, you need it for your relationships with your spouse and your kids, but it is so important in business. Absolutely. Without it, uh, you are trading on uh, a completely different uh, mindset because uh, within this uh, present COVID-19, uh, you can imagine how many people have lost their jobs or businesses are been shutting down and all sorts of things. And if you are a business leader and if you have emotional intelligence, you would have saved 700,000 people or $700,000 in your business with a different way of working. Because emotionally, if you are enlightened uh, with emotional intelligence, you would have been be able to see things completely differently mm-hmm. because you were aware of your own emotions. So you will be able to uh understand other people's emotions as well on that well everything is comes down to emotions and it's just what are what are our coping strategies for dealing with them some of us are working on getting better at it but all of us have stuff that we just pile on that doesn't make anything better <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely 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 so what is your family situation sam so uh, I'm a prou- proud father of three beautiful girls, uh, and I have two stepdaughters. So I got five uh, women, now six women in my life at the moment. <laughs> that's that's a lot of estrogen, dear. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of estrogen, and uh, so I got a, a dog. He's a male dog, so <laughs> we we try to compensate on that one at the moment. Try to balance it out a little. Yeah, little balance on that one. But <laughs> my my uh, my uh, biological daughters do not live with me, so they live with their mother. So it means there is less uh, estrogen over here, but still there are three women 
in the house. It cultivates a lot of it. But uh, we are we are safe over here in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not uh, popping out very frequently. We are going in and out with, for essential things as usual. I'm a um, majority of my work is uh, working from home because of the Zoom, uh, because of Microsoft Teams. Mm-hmm. So this sort of application I use so connect with my clients, connect with my 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 team, and we work out around that way. Oh, yes, I'm going, if I could go back and talk to myself back in January, I would have purchased a lot of Zoom stock. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Everybody, everybody is talking about that. I would have, I would have known. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people. This is, this is, I think, uh, we might not have, we don't have to go into a conspiracy theory over here. But this is, I think, a lot of, uh, is, is drawn towards that sort of uh, uh, what I call it uh, discussion when mm-hmm. people talk about it. You know, I would have bought so many stock uh, during that period and this and that because I think people knew what was coming and um, and general public wasn't aware of it. Yeah. So it was business leaders, big leaders, people who are been wealthy. They were aware of these sort of things, but we were like uh, what I call it people who is a one man band or solopreneurs. We were not aware of it. Well, we're so busy just looking after everything that's going on that it's hard to it's hard to see everything. Correct. But Correct. and hindsight hindsight's always twenty twenty, dear. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. So with with you with you having with a, you having your five daughters and stuff and, and focusing on the emotional intelligence aspect and stuff. What are what are some of the emotional intelligence questions that you're trying to teach your daughters when it comes to money? Well, that's uh, quite an interesting uh, uh, question. Uh, with emotional intelligence and with regards to money, I wasn't very, very good with money. My father did not taught us what money is all about. Money was uh, a thing which we were having it, whether enough or not enough. Then, because uh, I did not learn from a good teacher, my own teaching was that to save money in certain aspect of it. But because we have a shortfall of money, we could not survive so wasn't a very good uh, money keeper the island from what i call it for my own mistakes and what i have taught mm-hmm. my daughter is to uh money is a, a sort of a, a what i call it um, energy mm-hmm. and energy the more energy you use the more work you want to hard work, work for it but you need to work smarter instead mm-hmm. of work harder and money can grow uh, if you have a sense of direction, if you understand where to put and uh, and how to utilize it. So I'm still teaching them. And as as you know, with the teenagers, they have their own mind, uh, how they want to utilize the money. Even though uh, we have even even we have everything in the house, but they're still interested in going buying something else from outside. And they will say, it's out of fashion, Dad. You don't know. It's for the woman, we can't actually have the same clothes wearing same times all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I understand, mate, and completely understand. With men, this is completely different. <laughs> we can have our uh, T-shirts for almost two years. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my husband's got some that he's had for as long as he as we've been married, which is 23 years. <laughs> yes. No, I'm saying, I'm just saying two years means sometimes, sometimes you have to have your personal items which you have to change it. Otherwise, that's not good. All, all sorts of things. So what, and what are some of the questions that your, your daughter is now asking? Cause you said like you didn't get a financial education from, from your family, which is normal. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more surprised 
if I ever come across somebody who, who did have those conversations and those education moments with their family, because money is the more taboo subject than sex. So what are you now taking and going forward and working on teaching your daughters and your stepdaughters? So the best thing what I am telling them is that uh, if you really need something, um, get something which is expensive, but it will uh, a long lasting thing. Let's say for example, I'll give you an example of uh, shoes. Okay. So I remember uh, when when my children were young, uh, I have set of I have set of twins as well. So every quarterly, I used to buy new shoes for them for mm-hmm. schools because those schools were I was buying cheap shoes. So cheap shoes, you can remember, cheap shoes will not last for longer. They will worn off quickly. And then, and by the time, because we have so much rain over here in the UK, it worn off very quickly. So every, every three quarters, uh, every quarters I have to buy new shoes for them. Then mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? I will buy you a better shoes, which will cost me twice that what I'm spending right now, but it will last you for nine months. Yep. Okay, so that's what I started teaching them right now. I said, listen, if you want to buy something, buy something which is, Okay, it's expensive, but it's going to last you for a longer period. It's not going to go in for out of fashion or something like that, but it's durable, it's long-lasting, and it's going to be a value for money. Yeah, value for money. So that's what I'm teaching value for money right now. What is important, if you are buying to go for... With 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 the the trend, what with the girls is very... You can't actually uh, tell them to put on the same sort of a jewelry or same sort of a thing because and the the color schemes and the friend circle and all sorts of things and the phone you have to have a better phone or a better cover or this and that so there are so many things uh, that, that we I can't as a father I can't actually uh, uh, push them not to do that because they will not get understand this because what happens is once you start earning your own money then you will realize that their father was telling the great deal that we shouldn't be uh, so this time what I did actually I said okay uh, they said oh, daddy we our phones are broken now well would you please buy us a new phone and uh, we will look after it <laughs> so I said that's all right I'll buy your phone uh, make sure that anything happen like if you break the screen if you lose the phone it's your responsibility you're going to pay for your own uh, savings what you've been getting every month mm-hmm. so that says yes that's fine we will do that. We're going to look after our phone. Is a flashy new phone, and we are very happy with that. Thank you very much. I say, okay, that's your that's your uh, uh, way of learning. So you can't actually say that uh, I did not give them some incentives, but then mm-hmm. they have to have a understanding that there is always a consequence if you are not going to follow follow it through. Oh, huge with my with my girls. Yeah. They're 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 pretty good, but they're they're teenagers and. Uh, it, it's definitely a different experience when they have to spend mm-hmm. their own money rather than if they're spending mums. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You are spot on that one because it's not your, it's not my money. I'm not spending my money. My stepdaughter goes to her mother and she says, "Mom, I want to buy this." I said, "Why don't you spend your own money?" Said, Why should I spend my own money? You should be giving me money to do that. And then, um, then she says, "Well." Let's see what exactly you want. Mm-hmm. So we will go through with exactly what they are after and then decide upon it and say, okay, we will participate in what you are asking because we are not supposed to. Your friend's birthday. So should we spend on that money as well? It's your friend's birthday. It's not your birthday. <laughs> so there are so many areas where, and then they will come ask, come to us and say, well, I don't make any money. I am not earning any money. So I says, well, 
I'll show you if you want to make money. And say, oh, it's too much work to do on that <laughs> one. I'm not interested in that. And say, if you want, <laughs> because actually what happened is we were being told to work for others. Oh, from mm-hmm. I learned from my father that if you work for others, that is your security. Yeah. Yep. That's that's what most parents teach, or at least used to. <laughs> yes. Yes. So every every parent has been taught, or my, I was taught by my father as well. Oh, we always have to work for others. You know, my my father started to run a business, but he failed because he did not learn from his father. His father was a businessman. But because father passed away when he was old enough, then he decided, you know what, I'd rather go into jobs. Mm. So he stuck to the job. I did the same thing for with my life as well. Then I changed my direction in 2006, 2007 onwards. Part-time started my own business. And then uh, my brother still works for a company in Pakistan for almost about 32 years now. And uh, uh, other brother is still in the job, and one of my other older brother is, is running his own business, which is what I call it a a contract work, but still mm-hmm. is working on his own. He's uh-huh. not actually been given a salary at the end of the month. He says, whatever I'm going to make it in a day, that is my salary. So whether he makes about uh, $200 a day, that is salary for a day. Ah. Uh-huh. Yep. And and what are, what are your daughters thinking about? Um, how are they looking at making their money when they're moved out and that stuff? Like, are they? What are the conversations they're having with you? So my older daughter is very uh, sharp in terms of what her destination or what her future lies. So she decided to work very hard in her uh, GCSEs and A levels. So she went into a medical college, a medical university. Oh, okay. So she wants to be a doctor. Then she wants to specialize in uh, uh, children, uh, like mm. pediatrician. She wants to be a pediatrician. So that's her uh, future aligned on that. And uh, for my twins, my twins are still uncertain about what they want to do. One of them wanted to be an architect. Another wants to be a teacher. But I spoke to a couple of my friends and they said there is an opportunity in Royal Navy. Oh. Where you will have a, a, a amazing opportunities where you can go into whatever career you want to decide and they will pay you for everything. Mm. And they will give you four master degree for free, which you want to do if you want to be in Royal Navy. So I've shared the information with them and I'm now I'm just leaving everything on their, their terms to decide whether they really want to do that or they want to decide whatever they prefer, whatever they like to do it. We can only show them the uh, way. Decision has to be made by themselves, correct? Oh, very, very much so. And, and and the thing is that when I'm working with with my girls or a lot of my clients are having me deal with their teenagers, I'm going, you're not choosing for the rest of your life. You're choosing mm-hmm. for the next steps of your life. Because Absolutely. you will grow and evolve and change and, and your interests are going to change. It's like, what do you want to be learning and working on now? And then always mm-hmm. looking on how can you take those skills and take them somewhere else? Because the stats are our kids are going to do seven total and complete career changes before they're done working. We're not talking different companies, talking total and complete different careers. Absolutely. You're right about it because I remember because we within the Asian community or within any other communities, we are being told that our children... Oh, you have to be a doctor, you have to be an engineer, you have to be a lawyer. 
those so those were the singing and dancing rhythms mm-hmm. were being told to all the children and now still there are certain parents who tell their children oh i was a doctor you're going to be a doctor <laughs> yeah i was a lawyer you're going to be a lawyer so children are not listening yeah they are saying okay you want us to be a doctor or a lawyer we can get you that degree you can stuck it on the in a frame and put it on your wall mm-hmm. saying my daughter is a doctor but my daughter is a doctor on the name but she is, did not enjoy what she was doing she just did it because you told her to do it yep. so for for as you said my one of my friend did a, a, a degree in IT mm-hmm. then he went into doing another degree into law and then he went into corporate law now so mm-hmm. and people says there is as you said there are going to be seven careers you're going to change and going forward in our life we are not sure what our children are going to be doing because there is a lot of artificial intelligence coming in well and yes the entire career stream is going to change majority of people who are uh, lawyers who used to do a lot of things that that is going to be taken care of by artificial intelligence yeah a lot a lot of the articling and and information gathering but the ability to to think and be creative and market and all that I see that's where a lot of the world is is going and that's where because that you can you can have artificial intelligence for so many things but it cannot think it cannot be creative it cannot tell no. stories correct correct it, it cannot connect with people it can systematize an awful lot of stuff yes. and the stuff i'm learning about through artificial intelligence because i've got a client who's she's getting her mba focused on artificial intelligence right now and it's just it's mm-hmm. amazing what it's doing and you can either be frightened of it and curl up in a ball and, and try to pretend it isn't happening, or you can go, okay, the world is changing, as it always is, and how can I now fit into it and, and add to it? Yes. Yes, I think that is where a lot of uh, people have to be open to learning new skills, new things, to be more creative, uh, to understand what is their passion, what, where they're coming from, what they're what they have been learning, and what they want to learn. You know, everybody was, everybody, my daughter said, oh, I, I want to be a teacher. I said, well, that's great. You can be a teacher because teacher is not a bad profession. Nope. But then, no, in the beginning, when children are young, they always have this dream careers in their mind. My, my, one of the twins was saying, I want to be a banker because I want to ri- ride a Ferrari. I said, that's <laughs> great. You can ride a Ferrari. Now I'm asking, you want to be a banker? She said, no, I don't want to be a banker anymore. I want to be a, a, a an architect. I said, okay. Let's change. And other daughter wants to be a, she wants to have a lot of horses. She wants to become with the animal vegetarian, I think it's called, uh, vegetarian. Uh, so, so she wants to go into that. And then now I said to her, what, what happened to that? Oh, no, no, it's too much, too much work. I can't actually be in there. <laughs> so they're in the discovery stage. <laughs> yes, they are in the discovery stage and they are in the very discovery. Because now what happens with the influence of other children as well, other friends as well? Oh, but my friend is not doing good. Why should I have to do that? <laughs> but it's your career, is your life. Mm-hmm. You can't actually say what your friend wants or if she was doesn't want because that's her choice. Yep. She, because she might be after 2021 or 22, she says, I want to settle down. I want to get married. I want to have children. I don't want to work. You can't stop anybody like that. Correct. It's their choice. It's their life. 
if you are ambitious, you might be saying that I will be traveling around the world. And that's what I want to look at. I look at it as whatever, whatever consenting adults, whatever works for your family, because yes. we do not have like the old fashioned where, okay, the man went to work and the mom stayed home and looked after all of that. It's whatever works for your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whatever works. So if you could make sure that your daughters have three lessons that they fully understand about money when they go off and, and step out into the adult world, what three things do you want your daughters to know? They won't, I would say to them they should understand the value of money. What is the value of money? It's not about, uh, it's about working smarter, not harder for money. Mm-hmm. And uh, always look after each other. Always look after each other. So what does what does that mean? What does look after each other mean to you? Uh, mean to me is that if your sister or if your sibling are going through with any unprecedented issues with the money, they should be standing by them, holding mm-hmm. their hands instead of them going to the banks, taking out big loans and everything and suffering with the debt. Okay. I I've been through myself. My father been through. My brothers are been through. I I I was in that capacity when I went back to Pakistan in 2015. My brother came to me and said, "I have a debt of almost 10 million rupees." I says, "How did you gather all this money?" Problem. I've been through my own journey. As I I had a debt of about 35,000 pounds on me. As me as Sam. Mm-hmm. I gone through because I was not very good with money. But then I looked at my brother and I thought, well, we have learned this from the same hymn sheet. We were been reading from the same hymn sheet. So that's mm-hmm. why we all gone through with the same thing. So I said, okay, charity start from home. I said, okay, I'm going to support you. I'm going to take you out for all those debts from you, but only on one condition. This money which you are going to receive is the money you are going to save and give it, give it, give it back to me again. So mm-hmm. he says, that's fine. I will give it back to you. So he's been he's been collecting he's been paying money back into an account, which means and last time I went back and he says I I actually deposited about this much money I says and he says I'm doing my studies now I need some money I say okay that is the money over there I don't want you to put it onto any credit cards or mm-hmm. anywhere if somebody call you for credit card you just say not interested yeah and that's what he has learned and that's what I want my daughter my daughters to learn as well that you work smarter not harder. Money will come, mm-hmm. and then you support your sisters in any unprecedented problems they will go through. You are standing by them. And if you are smarter, you will save money, and you can invest money into the right places. Very, very good lessons. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be with us on the podcast. It was great having you. Thank you very much for inviting me. It was a pleasure to be with you, Tammy. Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome. Whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundations Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fund, and Instagram at financial.fun. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Financial Fun Podcast. Join Tammy Johnston again next week. 
For more information, please visit financialfund.ca.